Radford, Virginia. Oh boy, what a place. Welcome to Cryptic Files. I am your host, Justin Smith. Radford quite well due to the fact that I went to college there, Radford University. If you don't know about the university, it is a party school. The claims you may hear are true. It isn't called Ratchet Ratty for nothing. I, for one, have saw some things that I thought I'd never see. Don't get me wrong, the education system is great and all, especially if you're going into the nursing program. The professors are irrevitably gray, but besides the point, Radford can be a dark place at times. Some of the darkest days will be presented on this podcast today. The concept of partying in Radford contains multiple elements of what some kids think are cool. Alcohol is obviously number one. Then you have the experimentations, drugs. You have the harmless weed, but a combination of, say, Molly, Adderall, ecstasy, hell, even cocaine, your night may go off the rails. All are dangerous, especially in a crowded, toxic environment. This story today is a shocking one. I graduated RU in 2018, and when I heard about this case the following year, I was stunned and so was everyone else. The well-known case of Gina Renee Hall that went missing in the spring of 1980 by the hands of Steve Epperly still haunts the area today. Here recently, they are getting closer and closer to finding her remains. But today, we won't be covering that case. Today, we will be discussing something that kind of went under the rug after a year it happened And it's insane that it did. When a roommate and a best friend goes off the rails with drugs and decides to let the devil take control, which causes them to horrifically mutilate the other. One is left to wonder, is the party life all that safe? This is about as cryptic as you can get. Are you ready to open this file? As I mentioned at the beginning, Radford University has a reputation of being one of, if not the biggest party schools in Virginia. And that's just a fact. However, let's discuss the city of Radford as a whole. 
An independent city, Radford has a population of around 16,400 people, with it being included in the Blacksburg and Christiansburg metropolitan area. If you want a better understanding, just think of Virginia Tech. So many people in that area. Not only is Radford home of the university, it is also home to Radford Arsenal, which is an army ammunition plant. The city also contains four schools. McHarg Elementary, Dalton Intermediate, Bell Heth Elementary, and Radford High School. That's a lot of kids. There are multiple parks, such as the popular Bissick Park, where I actually went often. The park is located on the New River and contains various outdoor activities. Students and or lifelong residents come to mentally relax the soul. On Main Street, the iconic strip contains the local bar, Sharky's, a couple restaurants, tattoo, and barber shops, as well as the historical Radford Theater. Continuing down Main Street is the university. The large dormitory named Muse stands over all the buildings on campus. Let me tell you my first year at Radford, I waited till last minute to apply and all the nicer dorms were full, which left me with Muse. It was a pain in the ass. <laughs> I stayed on the 12th floor. The building had no air conditioning. And multiple times a week, I would be awoken to a fire alarm. The rule was we were not allowed to take the elevator down. So, of course, the stairway was jammed with tons of asshole students just trying to sleep or were just too drunk to process what was going on at 3 a.m. I had PTSD from those late-night alarms. Alright, enough about me. Let's get to the case. Alexa Cannon was born on July 17, 1999. The Roanoke, Virginia resident would attend Radford University to study psychology but her life would be brutally taken on January 24th, 2019. The campus community here is just really shocked by what's happened today. I'm actually standing here in front of the apartment complex where the young female was stabbed to death this morning. She lived in this apartment complex on the lower end of the building. Now, police have not released her name, but neighbors that I spoke with today tell me they heard screams coming from the apartment around 745 this morning. Police have released the name, however, of a woman they have arrested for this, charged with second-degree murder. That's 21-year-old Louisa Cutting. She's from Jefferson, Virginia, and she is a Radford University student, but officials with the university tell us that she's been placed on interim suspension. Now, it's unclear what her relationship is with the murder victim, but neighbors I spoke with today tell me that the girls were roommates and even close friends. They indeed were friends. Louisa Cutting, a Culpeper County native, became friends with Alexa Cannon through social media after realizing that they lived near one another on campus. When doing research for this case, I basically looked through all old social media posts to when the two really started hitting it off. As it says on Instagram from March 2018, quote, I met this girl two years ago online and somehow we ended up living across from each other for a year. 
this summer, she was equivalent to my mom in Cancun. And unimaginably, she still puts up with me. And now we're living together next year. This was a post from Alexa. There would be more social media posts such as July 9th, 2018. A Facebook post from Alexa. So incredibly proud of my best friend, Louisa Cutting, for becoming Latinos Student Alliance's president. I know you're going to be amazing with everything you do. Love you more. Did you hear that? Louisa was Alexa's best friend. Well, according to Alexa. And that she loved her. The third post that gave me chills was about them living together. Quote, Love you more, Lou, and everyone pray that we don't kill each other this year. has seen a Snapchat video that's been spread across campus today taken by one of the residents that shows Cutting getting arrested by police. Now she was in handcuffs and put in the back of the police vehicle. And I also found a neighbor that I just spoke with within the past 30 minutes who said that he knew Cutting. He told me that they had class together, even won a group project that they worked on together as freshmen. He said he's shocked by what's happened. Very shaken up. Um... Just the fact that it was not only on the street that we live on, but uh, you don't really hear of people dying here at Radford a lot. So, And I, most of all, I knew her. And that was shocking. Just crazy. Seemed like a normal girl. We were in a marketing class together. Now, according to an old article that we found in the Radford student newspaper, Louisa Cutting was listed as the president of the Latino Student Alliance. Now, again, police have not released the name of the student that was killed, but the university president did send out a campus-wide email today sending his condolences to the entire community. Grief counseling will be provided to those students who feel that they need it. And, of course, we'll continue to keep you updated with the very latest in this case. Tonight, we are learning more about the brutal murder involving two roommates who were Radford University students. Police say Alexa Cannon was found dead in her apartment yesterday. She was a 2016 graduate of Patrick Henry High School in Roanoke. Her roommate, 21-year-old Louisa Cutting from Culpeper County, faces a second-degree murder charge in her death. New video tonight going viral on social media. Take a look here in the local community showing the moments that Cutting was arrested. Search warrants also describe a bloody scene that the officers found when they arrived yesterday. Remember when I said I was extremely shocked when I found out about the details of this murder? Well, if you don't know this story, you're about to be shocked. So, listener discretion. It was on 1208 Clement Street, Apartment G. A neighbor heard what seemed to be arguments and loud screaming early in the morning. Police were called and arrived at the apartment. When they entered, what they saw was pure horror. Alexa was lying down, covered in blood, dead. Louisa was with the deceased body, and according to reports, said to have turned around, placed her hands behind her back, and stated, Arrest me. I killed her. 
As officers approached the two, they saw Alexa's body mutilated with multiple stab wounds, and the knife that Louisa used was left sticking out of Alexa's mouth. From the police's evidence log, they found various items, pills, smoking devices, grinders, Louisa's cell phone, a brown chalk-like substance, and the black serrated knife. When Cutting was interrogated at the police station, it was said, quote, rambling and bizarre series of episodes, and she told the police that she had done drugs with the devil. The interrogation went on, with Cutting discussing the apocalypse while reciting the Hail Mary prayer in Spanish. She explained to the police that the night of the murder, she had taken a substantial amount of drugs, including cocaine, marijuana, mushrooms, Adderall, Xanax, alcohol, and tobacco. When taken to jail, she would aggressively shove her hand into her mouth, which led police to make the decision to taking her to a mental health facility. September 5th, 2019, Louisa Cutting pleaded guilty for second-degree murder, and Alexa's family agreed to a plea agreement which sentenced Cutting to a maximum of 40 years in prison. The court settled on a 40-year sentence that will suspend the 20 remaining years after the first half. Cutting must not have contact with Alexa's family, and she will be released in 2039. Louisa had final words before leaving the court. There are no words for this tragedy, and my heart is filled with sorrow and grief. My heart goes out to the Cannon family, I am so, so sorry. I take full responsibility for this. Again, I am so, so sorry for this tragedy. I'd like to thank my parents and friends for being by my side, as I am so thankful. And again, there are no words for this tragedy. Cutting's defense attorney believed it was a psychotic episode and that they believed there were significant mental issues with their client on the occasion of this very, very tragic event. The defense attorney added, She has come to a reckoning with herself, but there's nothing she can do except to express her sincere sorrow. I just want to inform all of you, if you have social media and see someone posting dark and troubling posts, maybe you should inform someone about it. Louisa's Twitter account had a tweet that said, I know death is coming, but I still can't wrap my head around it. Finally, I wanted to read off quotes from Alexa's obituary. Here's one. I didn't know Alexa very well. Just the simple smile, wave, or hello in the hallway or at lunch could definitely make a bad day into a good day. 
She was the sweetest person and had such a bright future ahead of her. My thoughts and prayers are with you at this time. Here's another one. I am so sorry to hear about your loss. I can't come up with any other words. It's unthinkable. Here's another. I am so very sorry for the loss of your daughter slash sister. My heart aches for you all. I pray you are feeling God's love and comfort now, and always will. I wish I could hug you. The final one. We did not know you're Alexa, but we are Radford parents as well, and our hearts are surely hurting for you. Our thoughts and prayers are with you and your entire family during this unimaginable time. May your beautiful memory sustain and bring comfort to you. Here we are at the end of the episode, and I'm going to say it, this show is bleak, but that's what you're here for, right? I wanted to thank you for listening to the show and giving me the support. It means the world. I would greatly appreciate it if you would rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe to it. If you use Spotify or any other platform, subscribe to the show that way. It will benefit the show by going up the charts and help it get noticed. Please spread the word around. Many more files to open this year. If you'd like weekly updates slash photos of the episodes, follow Cryptic Files Podcast on Instagram and join our Facebook group at Cryptic Files Podcast. You can also email the show with thoughts and or recommendations using crypticfilespodcast at gmail.com. Lastly, folks, watch your back. It is cryptic out there. <laughs>